0: Welcome in, you're listening to Locked On Now, NHL. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL hosts here to recap everything for you from playoff action last night. The Bruins and Hurricanes faced off in the playoffs yet again in last night's biggest game. The biggest game. The Bruins and the Hurricanes have gotten used to meeting up in the playoffs the last couple of years at least. Carolina took the first round of this year's series at home, and both Locked on Hurricanes and Locked on Bruins go over the game.
1: Hey there, Kenny. It's Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight was game one of the first round playoff series between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins. This was the third playoff series between these two teams in 4 postseasons, and the Carolina Hurricanes are a much different team than the last time they played the Bruins in the playoffs because tonight the Hurricanes dominated the Bruins 5-1. to one. It was a little bit shaky in the first period, a little bit more in the Bruin, Bruins' favor, but the Carolina Hurricanes were able to really find their groove in the second period, followed by rookie Seth Jarvis getting his first goal, and Auntie Ronta, 32-year-old veteran netminder, getting his first career postseason start, being absolutely outstanding, well-deservedly winning the first start of the game. From the opening horn to the last one, he was outstanding all game long. And now we look ahead to Wednesday for Game 2, in which we'll likely see a Bruins team with some fire under them. They didn't like that; got embarrassed tonight. So, on to Wednesday, folks, and let's enjoy this 1-0 series lead.
2: The Boston Bruins appear to still have a lot of work to do in order to measure up with the Carolina Hurricanes after losing Game 1 of their first-round series by a score of 5-1. to one. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and the story for Boston, again, was just a completely abysmal power play and a lack of scoring, Top to bottom, uh only Taylor Hall really uh was able to break through in this one. He scored to make it two one hit the post uh shortly thereafter. the Bruins failed to tie the game, and then the hurricanes scored three straight to seal game one. uh Bruins went over on the power play, continues to struggle, and Brad Marchand continues to struggle as well with only one goal in his past 14 games that being an empty netter near the end of the regular season might be some adjustments made to the lineup ahead of game two subscribe to locked on boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold
0: the toronto maple leafs have the tall task of trying to take down the two-time reigning champs in the first round but toronto looked more than up to the task in game one on monday a five nothing win has locked on maple leafs feeling pretty good about this playoff series
3: The Maple Leafs with a Game 1 victory in convincing fashion. I'm Mike DiStefano from Locked On Leafs in the Toronto Maple Leafs with a 5-0 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It was a fantastic game, dominant from start to finish, maybe the best game of the Matthews-Marner era, most complete game at the very least. It all got started off with a goal from Jake Muzzin, an unlikely hero, and then Austin Matthews gets one. David Camp scoring as short well shorthanded and then Mitch Marner his first in 19 playoff games breaking the long 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 streak that has long plagued him and then another one from Austin Matthews his second of the night Soupy Campbell the goaltender 24 stops in this one for his second shutout of his career in the postseason Toronto just a fantastic victory. Game two will go down Wednesday night, but for full breakdown from game one, you can check out myself along with Dave Soudi on Locked On Leafs.
0: It was a shutout win for the Maple Leafs in Toronto, but a shutout loss for the Wild at home in Minnesota. The St. Louis Blues took advantage of poor play on Minnesota special teams, and Locked On Wild now is down one nothing without the home ice advantage. <sighs>
4: Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 4-0 loss in game one by the Minnesota Wild to the St. Louis Blues. Blues scored two power play goals. The Wild were 0-6 on the power play. It really boils down to just that. We said going into this series that the Wilds had a chance to win if they were able to play in 5-on-5 situations, and that did not happen in this game. The Blues took advantage of their opportunities. The Wild didn't. The Wild's got a lot of shots on net, not a whole lot of them quality shots. And it's a, a similar script to what we've seen as an unproven goalie stood on his head in game one. Will this end up being a similar situation to what happened in 2016, 2017? Remains to be seen, but Home field, home field advantage at the XL Energy Center is gone. And now for the Wilds, they're going to have to find a way to win one in St. Louis later on in this series. Something they have not done as of yet. Wilds going to need a big answer in game two because that was not good. And so we'll attempt to recap what we saw and uh, see if we can get the uh, the Wilds back. In rhythm come game two, but frustrating to say the least. And for more on the Minnesota Wild, you can follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: The Oilers also lost at home in game one against the Kings. LA scored early and Edmonton couldn't recover in time to get the win. Locked on Kings goes over the win while Locked on Oilers looks ahead after dropping their first postseason game.
5: Well, that didn't go to plan for the Edmonton Oilers. 4 3 win for the LA Kings in game one of their first round playoff series. And the Oilers just could never really get their footing and could never get back into the game. The LA Kings scored the first and second goals of the game from Trevor Moore and Ayafalo, ended up getting a goal there. McDavid did get a goal back for the Oilers. as is absolute. Beautiful goal for Connor McDavid, vintage Connor McDavid. Kyler Yamamoto also ended up pitching in for the Oilers as he tied it at two. He did get a goal and assist for the Oilers in game one, a guy to watch for the Oilers if they are to get past the first round. Could be a guy if he is successful, could be very important for the Oilers. Also, Leon Drysaddle did tie it up after Brendan Lemieux took the lead for the Kings, making it 3-2, but Drysidle did end up scoring. And afterwards, hammering Sean Dersey in the in the ankles with a stick. Came around after his flyby, gave him a push, and then he ended up getting a power play for the Oilers and pushing away uh, Quentin Byfield's stick. He is getting underneath the skin of a couple of the LA Kings. One of the players to watch, obviously, it's Leon Draisaitl, but... Not necessarily the way people thought he would, getting a little physical, a little dirty as well. Philip Deneau, well, it looks like right now it is credited to Sean Dersey, the game-winning goal, but it looked like Philip Deneau did get a piece of it in front of the net. He did celebrate uh, super hard. He is the guy that it seems like if the LA Kings are to get past the first round, It is probably going to be because Von Jay Kopitar and Philip Deneau shutting down Leon and Connor. And that is kind of mostly what the LA Kings did against the Oilers in Game 1. Can they do it for a second game? Game 2 will go at 8 p.m. local time in Edmonton. That's Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. We shall see if the Oilers can come back and make it 1-1 heading into L.A.
0: That's all for today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast during these playoff runs. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.